0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Vet Chats where we help veterans share their awesome stories and help make the veteran community a better place. I'm excited to sit down and record this because I so often get asked what my experience was like when I did my internship in Congress and how it really inspired and shaped my journey in serving the veteran community. So if you didn't know, in 2019, I did an internship at the House Committee on Veterans Affairs in the House of Representatives. Where I found my passion for aiding veterans, like I just mentioned, this experience really opened my eyes to the world of politics. It opened my eyes to real issues that veterans are facing because I was a new veteran at the time. I'd only been out for two, one and a half years. So I didn't understand the veteran community at a whole and how many issues that we're facing together. And I certainly didn't understand how policy impacts veterans. It was, I only did the internship for three months, but honestly, it was very impactful and it helped me understand that that wasn't going to be my route in helping veterans. That policy would be an effective route, right? That makes sense. Like if we can change the laws, we can change our culture, we can change things, but it, this is not how it works at all. So I knew that there had to be a better way, which kind of led to my grassroots movements, the millennial veterans, how I'm talking to you right now through the podcast so, I want to make clear, I'm not discrediting legislation as impactful. I absolutely recognize its value to our community, but I just couldn't see myself working there and especially after being exposed to how veterans are weaponized in politics for gain. I saw how easy politicians shaped veterans issues to fit their narratives and It was incredibly difficult to sit through hearings in which the VA wouldn't even show up. They didn't care enough or think it was important to even show up to a hearing that was about them. It was even more disheartening to then see parties fight over who would receive credit for a bill that helped veterans. That basically said the same thing, but the Democrats wanted it or the Republicans, they wanted their name on it because it would look good for them and for their constituents. So I felt like the goal of helping veterans was quickly clouded by the glamour of politics, and the experience really showed that and kind of jaded me from politics for a while. That's that's my degree. My degrees in public policy, and that's what I wanted to get into, but you know, it, it didn't work out like that. So the experience, it wasn't totally in vain. I gained so much from what I did in Congress personally, and I'd like to share some of that because I kind of wrote it all nice and neat, and I think it's... It'd be cool to share. As an intern, you know, I didn't have much power. I didn't get to do too much. And my job was mostly to answer the phones. But that gave me so much insight into the minds of veterans. So answering the phones, I'm answering to a lot of disgruntled veterans and constituents from all over the country. And let's face it, if you have an issue, Congress isn't the first place you call. It's it's usually the last. So these are people that have had issues for years and they were just so fed up. And so they ended up calling and just asking for help. And a lot of times it was older veterans and Vietnam Arab veterans, and they'd been fighting for their benefits and care for years. Most really just wanted to take their anger out because they knew there wasn't much I could do, especially as an intern. I could listen to them. I could document it. But when it came to helping them, there's really nothing that Congress can do except for, you know, report that you called, which who really is looking at these reports unless they're in very high numbers. But usually it's individuals who are asking for help on their own cases. So some Sometimes they just wanted to talk and eventually, you know, they'd find out that I was a veteran and they'd feel more comfortable with me. So when they would call, they would ask to talk to Jenna because she's a veteran which I thought was very kind of crazy because it's like I served in 2013. You know, you guys are calling serving in the 60s, 70s, and we fought totally different wars. We fought in completely different militaries. But just for the fact that I was a veteran, they felt more comfortable with me. They felt like they could confide in me. They felt like I was one of them. I was on their side. And so you know, that just showed me the power of saying that I'm a veteran because before that, I wasn't really in the veteran community. I wasn't saying I was a veteran, especially as a woman. Like, people just didn't think I was a veteran. Oh, and if you're a woman veteran and you get the like look up and down every time you say that you're a veteran, I totally get that every time, especially at work. Anyhow, these older veterans that would call, they just felt like a camaraderie with me and they felt that because i had signed my name and my life on that dotted line just like they did that's all that mattered to them they felt more comfortable with me than someone else in the office so like I said, I found a lot of power in that and just instantly connecting with someone who I had no, nothing else in common with besides that we are veterans. And I really carry that with me today. It led me to create this podcast where I've connected with tons of different incredible people in our community and connecting in the Facebook group all the time. I love hearing from veterans and just finding those key things that we all have in common. And, and also, I love hearing about the differences that we have because they're just so beautiful and unique. Another huge lesson that I learned while doing my internship was from these veterans that would call and their delayed care. And we watched an act passed. It was called the Blue Water Navy Veterans. And it was Navy vets who had been exposed to Agent Orange that had blown off the coast and they were on ships, but yet they were still exposed and they were still having defects, you know, causing terrible illnesses in them. And this had just got passed in 2019. And this happened back in the 60s. It was just heartbreaking to hear these people call and sometimes it was even loved ones who had lost their service member or it was children who were born with defects because that's how bad Agent Orange was. It was... Passed down to children. So, for that delayed care, I, it was just so unacceptable to me. And I knew we couldn't let that happen to future generations. And that's why I'm so keen on bringing younger veterans into the community and advocating for them because we need to start advocating and showing our voice and expressing our needs now because we don't want to wait 50 years for the treatment that we earned and we deserve. And shortly after, you know, the VA reports were starting to come out again every year. And I saw that younger veterans had the highest suicide rate and they were the most vulnerable population and if you look at our communities in the veteran community there's not a lot of younger people there's not a lot of representation in congress even of people under 45 so where are our voices and we just need to be at the table we need to be listened to we need to share what we want and it's I think we're pretty clear about that we want more mental health care and the va just cannot provide it i get messages daily about how they've been waiting for weeks or they don't even have the option to go to community care so we need to keep sharing these stories and if you have a story like this please share it i know i can't share everyone's story on this podcast but your story has power, and we need you to share it. If anything, I hope this podcast helps you feel empowered. And, and also, I'm not telling you to share something if you're not ready to share it, because that is not helpful. I've been there. I've tried to share things, and I wasn't ready to share. You know, I, used, I love hopping on podcasts, and I was just like, whoa, okay, I need to hold down. So don't share if you're not ready to share. But if you are, I mean, it could really help our community to be that voice. That We all need to hear from because we have so much more in common as veterans than we even know So in case you're ever wondering how I got wrapped up in The millennial veteran and creating the millennial veterans. Here's kind of my origin story I only served four years and I hate to even say only because a lot of people my age did one or two terms and that doesn't mean we're less veteran you know, we still need to show up and support the veteran community and be a voice that deserves to be heard. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have an awesome week and we will chat again soon.